You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like Vrabel had those dudes playing. Uh, Simmons and, and the difference in the game, it, it, it all boiled down to, to Mahomes' legs. Like, the Titans had them in so many situations where it was back against the wall, and the only thing Mahomes could find was the only edge he had was his legs. And Simmons talked about that afterward, about how the play's never over with him. I mean, he was basically chasing him around all night long. Autry had two of the four sacks. I think they had eight uh, quarterback hits. Like, they got after him. And, and you could see it at the beginning of the game, Mahomes was very comfortable, to, to your point. Like, they'd had this one circled, going to be a revenge spot. But they had him uncomfortable and, again, running for his life. It ended up being the difference in the game, the way Mahomes could buy those extra yards, get those first downs, and some of those long situations. But uh, I, I came away from that tipping my cap to that Tennessee defense. So when you put that kind of defense with that kind of run game, yeah, man, they're even out there in the game with Malik Willis. So, uh, again, yes, Chiefs find a way to get it done, but the story to me was the Titans' defense in particular, how uncomfortable Absolutely. they had Patrick Mahomes. He was running for his life, and yep. luckily for them, it, it turned out to be the difference in the game. Now, I, I, again, I thought it was an incredibly impressive outing for the Tennessee, even in the law. I would have gone forward on fourth and two, and I tweeted it at the time, because you go up eight, you get the field goal, you convert it, that's great. I don't remember exactly where they were. I mean, they were clearly on the Chiefs' side of the field. Mm-hmm. You know, fourth and two with the best running back in football, and you've had success all day long. I hear you. You know, eight is just not going to be enough at, at, at their place. With that amount of time, if there was only a minute or two left, okay, like make them drive the length of the field. But I recall that Again, being you pretty, know he's telling himself that it's still they're going to have to get the two-point conversion. Let me just no, go ahead I get and it. get this sure thing. I, 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 hear, I hear your logic in the fact you said it at the time. It made a lot of sense. You got – Got Derrick Henry, but what, the, what, they're thinking, all right, well, he's going to have to score on me. Yes. Look at what my defense has no, done all 100%, night long. 100%. Let me, let me go up eight here and take my chances. But like, see, I can't fault him for that. You just know. Like, you just. Smart play. Too many times it's played out in history. Like, you just know that Patrick Mahomes is going to do something insane. And he did. That that, that catch and throw to that tight end where he's bobbling and it falls down that's on him. That's why I have more of an issue with what the Rams did at the end of that Bucks game to allow Brady to do that. That three and out that they had, they didn't even try to get the first down. Back to that point about you know about kicking away and giving somebody the chance where just be aggressive there, get the first down, and you don't put Brady back out there. You're going to give him time, put Brady in that situation again to do Brady things? I thought the Rams were more guilty of that. I can't fault Vrabel too bad. The way his defense had played taking that field goal, I feel you on the point. Uh, that feels like a, a chance to put it away there. Yeah. There's no guarantee of it. There's no guarantee. Uh, give, give me the eight with the way my defense is playing. That's, no, I mean, at the that, time. Vrabel gambled on the percentages there. And that's right. I just feel like for me, if I was coaching, I'm throwing out all percentages with Patty Mahomes. I got I get to. it. You're on the road, all yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, it's, it's it doesn't matter now. I mean, they, we, the game is over, and there's no guarantee you would have gotten the fourth and two. It's crazier so. in that game with Malik Willis as your starter. Yes. And he was doing nothing, you know. Had a chance to win. He was doing nothing. He was doing absolutely nothing in the game, but the Titans still had a chance. It just makes you wonder, like, man, uh, 
be nice he had A.J. Brown, wasn't it? Yeah. I keep coming back to that because I do think it's going to loom large. They, like, it wouldn't have mattered last night because Malik Willis just couldn't get the ball down the field. But eventually Tannehill's going to come back, and eventually they're going to be in a spot where they need to make a play and they need somebody to do it. And, like, who are they going to go to? Like, is it Robert Woods? No, he ain't doing anything this year. Is it the, Yeah, the, they did not have guys getting open last night. That was part of the issue. Yeah, really. Westbrook, Akina. I mean, it's just not it's not a good situation with the perimeter. But they don't need it. They don't need it, clearly. I mean, <laughs> they just keep uh, competing and finding ways to win. I don't yeah. know what their uh, immediate schedule is. Um, they've got the Broncos next week. That's a dub at the house. They've got the Packers. That's a dub. They host the Bengals. That's a toss-up game. That could go either way. You have the Eagles on December fourth, but then you close with the Jags and, uh, and and you got the you got the Jags, the tight uh, the Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jags again. So a lot of winnable games in there for Tennessee. So um, I assume they'll win more than they lose. That's what they tend to do. Uh, all right, we'll come back. The Colts have named an interim head coach, and people cannot believe who it is. I'll tell you this: it ain't Dion. It ain't Dion, but it is a former player. It is a former player. They have named their interim, but it is a former player, and people are uh, are very confused. We'll get into that when we come back. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you try to fit? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BSPN. Crescendo. A bunch of handshakes from the face. McCauley Roofing and Renovations. Is the man you need to call. It's been raining. Got some weather going on. You won't see the damage that rain does to your roof until it's too late. Because it'll be in your house. So if you have an aging roof and you've been thinking about when do I need to get it replaced, call Chris. 
He'll come out, assess what's going on. And very likely, if you do have storm damage or an aging roof, he can get it covered at no out-of-pocket cost to you. It's always worth the call, totally free. Just have him come out and see what's up. It's good to know. Good peace of mind. You can't put a price on peace of mind. Can you, my brother in Christ? That's Chris McCulley. When he comes out, let me know you heard about him on the Jason and John show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. 4877096 is the number. Lock it into your phone. Whether it's now or later as a homeowner, you're going to have a roof issue. Uh, but also, as John's pointed out, renovation questions, want to build out that entertainment center. That's the other reason why it's good to have 901-487-7096 locked into your phone. Chris McCulley does outstanding work, as evidenced by the fact he's voted most popular roofing company and all the five-star reviews he's got on Facebook. You can check him out. Check out the work as well at his website, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. He's the best, so call him up. 487-7096. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovation. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. College basketball is back, ladies and gentlemen, and it's kicked off officially. Baylor and Mississippi Valley State are at halftime. Uh, Baylor is up. 61 to 21. Okay. Yeah. So Baylor picking up where it left off from a season ago. And as is probably without looking, Mississippi Valley State. I assume they probably did not make much noise a year ago, and they are not making much of it today. Mm-hmm. So college basketball season is back in full swing. Memphis is playing its first game of the season tonight against Vandy in Nashville, seven o'clock. It's going to be at that weird. Uh, on that weird court, um, yeah, race floor. Yeah, what's the uh, what? It doesn't matter what the place is called. Memorial Stadium, maybe, maybe that's it. Uh, but the thing that I sort of remember about every time you know I see Vanderbilt on TV is that damn floor is just a it's a real it's a real brain teaser. You know, people kind of struggle with it. <laughs> they really do because it's like you know it's like a, it's like I guess um, aren't all Final Fours like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them. Because they're raised you know, floors. Yeah, you got to yeah. walk up the steps to it. Yeah, so. Uh, you fall off that thing, John. It, it, Don't be concerned. I'm sure Penny's got the the guys uh, the, 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 knowing that they can fall off the floor. They'll be fine. Yeah, it'll, it'll feel like, uh, it'll feel just like, you know, you're at the Final Four, basically, Jason. Um, so, yeah, here's the thing about this game tonight. Um, I think Memphis wins. I think they start the season 1 0. Vibes are good. Memorial Gymnasium is exactly what it's called. Vibes are good. Uh, Memphis gets the commitment from Mikey Williams over the weekend, and I think Memphis is in a new space here. They're in a new space in terms of you're coming into a season where you're not ranked for the top 25, where people are not talking about you nationally. There's not a lot of attention on you, and I think you have a chance here to really underpromise and overdeliver for the first time in, in Penny Hardaway's career. I guess his first year when there you can't really place any kind of expectations on a first year coach. Um, I do think there are, there, there, there are and should be expectations for this team. They should be a, a tournament team. That should be the expectation every single year. This year is no different. Uh, but in terms of this game tonight, Vandy is having to replace Scottie Pippen Jr., who is now with the Lakers, which is a big loss. If you watched Vandy at all last year, you realize everything he did for them. I mean, he was the heart and soul of that team, leading scorer, leading assist guy, all Led that. Led the SEC in scoring. Yeah. Led the SEC in scoring. That's very hard to replace. And they didn't do what Memphis did. They didn't go out and get a Kendrick Davis. They've got some returning guys, but it's Vanderbilt. They're just not great. Uh, Memphis opened it around two and a half, up to three, three and a half in some places. 
you know, I think this is a spot for Memphis to go into a, a, a road environment, which is not going to be, let's be honest, overly hostile here. Um, as road environments go, this will be pretty light. So you got experience. You've got guys who have been here before, you know, whether it's Kendrick Davis, Keontae Kennedy, DeAndre Williams, go down the list. This feels like a Memphis win tonight. It feels like they kick off their season 1-0. I don't know where you come down on this one. I mean, Ken Pop's got his one-point game, Memphis winning 72-71. So I think, uh, you know, the computers obviously think it'll be close. Uh, Vandy's got enough back. It's going to be comfortable enough at home that you've you got to respect your opponent here. I know the 12th out of 14 teams in the SEC, I believe the preseason media poll, yes, had Vandy 12th of 14 teams. Don't. You know, this this is this is a quality opponent in the sense that you're going to be on the road and one that Ken Palm counts as a uh, an A opportunity. Uh, again, is Vandy going to compete for an SEC title? No, but getting the win on the road would be one of those wins in the non-conference where you say, okay, impressive enough, and maybe it ends up being a, a quad two, maybe higher. We'll see. But for Memphis, it's a quality opportunity again. And you you really let, let's be real too. It, it's sort of like the situation Memphis had in many ways in football with Navy and Mississippi State. Not that. Not that St. Louis is going to be Mississippi State in the way that St. Louis is, can compete for its conference title. Right. But the point is, you don't want to be zero and two. So the one you you know you, you'd focus on getting Vandy, uh, St. Louis is going to be a much tougher game. They're they're what what's over at Ken Palm? I think they're thirtieth. Yeah. Or th- in the thirty range, thirty ninth. Vandy sixty sixth ish. So that's I, that's the point I would make is you don't want to be sitting there zero and two and. Uh, uh, after two row games, coming back here for a home game to kick it off against VCU. So, again, getting that first one, uh, Navy for Memphis football picked at the bottom of its conference. Go in there, get the road win, set yourself up that if you did split here, you'd still be in pretty good shape. That's my. That's the way I'd look at it. I, I, I agree I want totally. to drop this one because St. Louis is going to be just as tough in, what, a week and a day. That's going to be if a not much tougher. more yeah. hostile environment, a much better team. They're, you know. Kim Bombs actually got you projected to lose that that's one. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a must-win game for the Memphis Tigers. Kind of is, in yeah. the same way that Memphis football needed to win at Navy to start right. the season. Right. You don't want to be sitting there at 0-2. Yeah, and I think Penny is, you know, making sure, hey, if we got to start this season off right because the, the, the nature of the schedule really is it could get ugly. It could get ugly fast if it if it spirals because you're playing good teams. You're playing Texas a You're playing Auburn. You're playing, you know, St. Louis. You're playing Vanderbilt. Yes, it'll look good if you can find a way out of it, if you could sort of look up and say, all right, we picked up three SEC wins, we picked up this win, that win, the other. But if you don't, if it's, it goes the other way, then it, you know it's it, they can stack up on you pretty fast. Yeah. So I think this is one where you really need to start the season off with a with a nice uh, you know a, a, a nice touch and uh, an escape with a victory. We might find out tonight just how much the, they need Demario Franklin. Yes, indeed. You don't expect to have him. Obviously, Memphis hoping for the the waiver on him since UIC won't sign the non-participation. Um, you know, it, hopefully for Memphis, you don't need him tonight. But right. again, that he's a piece. Penny said my third best player. You know, again, that's why I, I look at tonight is okay. Well, with, with with yeah, you know the top of the rotation, right? You know Kendrick, you know DeAndre. But after that, it's sort of up in the air in terms of who's going to step up for Memphis. Franklin, you feel like would have been one of those guys. Be interesting to see what they look like without him. Again, I think we get more of an idea of just how much they need him, yep. especially these first two row games. But uh, Memphis Vandy, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, the season gets underway for the Tigers. Next story. Sad news uh, in Memphis this weekend. Ron Heary passed away, former Whitehaven standout, went on to play at Arkansas. And the man uh, whom Nolan Richardson, former Arkansas coach, said really started the pipeline of Memphis talent 
going over to Fayetteville and playing for Arkansas and ultimately leading to a, a 1994 championship that uh, NCAA tournament win, obviously, or championship win that included uh, Memphis area players like Corey Beck on that squad. Ron Heary passed away over the weekend. He was 55 years old. It's real sad news because if, if you've been around uh, the, the circuit in Memphis, you knew that Ron Heary had refed games, had been helping kids in terms of development and everything else, and he had so much to give in terms of his story, uh, going to Arkansas from Whitehaven again, getting into some trouble, having to fight back. I think he was suspended by, for a season by Nolan Richardson, having to fight his way back. At one point, he was the best player on that team. By the end of it, he was a role player for them. Uh, but again, talked about it, and he was valued, too. Yep. That was the thing about the, the Razorbacks. He had been over at an event recently where he had been honored. Um, they knew just how important he was to that program, and like I said, he essentially – was the foundation. He set the base for Nolan's ability to come in here, get Memphis talent. Um, it, it wasn't just him. It was Todd Day, Arlen Bowers, Clyde Fletcher, Corey Beck, Dwight Stewart, Elmer Martin. Uh, Ron Heary was the first one. Yep. And so, you know, to, to pass away at the age of 55, obviously gone too soon, you know, you'd be – You've been hearing, you know, man, how's Ron doing? You know, he'd been through it in life. There was no question about it and was clearly still going through it at the end. But the, the thing about it was, was he seemed to be at his happiest when he was helping other folks. It's never so much about himself as it was, man, I can help these kids uh, that I'm helping right now. So, I, again, you won't see many headlines around here because there was so much going on mm-hmm. in Memphis sports over the weekend. You mentioned it, college basketball starting up, uh, you know, college football in, in, in full swing of things, especially in the middle of here in SEC country. But we lost a great one, one of the best to ever do it uh, coming out of, out of Whitehaven High School. Uh, did it for Nolan Richardson, the Arkansas Razorbacks, and will certainly be missed, the great Ron Heary. We'll come back. Kylan Chandler will join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about uh, some moves that Kennedy is making, Grisgard Kennedy Chandler. So we'll get into those uh, decisions and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, I just family. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. With Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
Kyla Chandler is the father of Kennedy Chandler, of course, rookie Memphis Grizzlies point guard who made some moves over the weekend. He joins us now. Kylan, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Jason John, what's going on with y'all? Oh, good. Pleasure to have you, Dad. Yeah, so let's uh, let's start <laughs> with the news here. Uh, Kennedy has a new agency representing him. That would belong to former Grizzlies guard Mike Miller, Let It Fly team. Um, Kennedy was announced over the weekend, switched over to Lyft. Uh, take us into, into that decision going with Mike. Kennedy actually becomes Lyft's first Grizzlies client, so it is – uh, it is history in that regard. What went into the decision? Why did you make the switch? Uh, well, we made the switch because mainly, you know, the agent, uh, Ryan Davis, uh, that represented Kennedy from Rep. 1, uh, that represented from Rep. 1, made the decision that he, he wanted to make a move and wanted to make different changes. So we basically told him, guys, that, hey, wherever you go, we with you. You know what I mean? Uh, but once we found out that it was, it was Lyft and there were other – Agents involved trying to to get Ryan because Ryan is like a he was like a free agent man everybody was trying to get Ryan because everyone knows that he signed Kennedy for that the highest American uh, second co- second round contract in history but he also did it in 2019 with Jalen Noel that mm-hmm. plays the Minnesota Timberwolves as well so he has a history and, and a great feel and great knowledge of you know how to read those contracts man he's he just a great guy a young guy too matter of fact. And then, you know, by us having a relationship with Mike anyway, and uh, in reference to that, you know, it, it was a no-brainer. It really, it really was. And uh, Mike has a great team and with things like that, and, uh, with Too Easy and other guys that's, you know, that's that's on that on that team with Mike. And also in reference to the marketing aspect as well, we all know that the marketing will, will grow as, as well as you play. You know what I mean? So, uh, but great opportunities will lift, man, and, we, and we're very excited about it. What's this been like, uh, Kylan? Just, just you, you talk about a dream way to let you know. To, you're doing it in your your hometown. Your son's playing for the hometown Grizzlies. Heck, like you said, even even your agent now is 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 based out of Memphis. To have it go like this, your son's even playing here early this season. Uh, he's gotten he's getting minutes. What's this all been like, man? Taking it in. Well, it's. it's- it's been great. And like I, I got to tell a lot of people that ask me that. I get that question all the time. Jason, where has it, has it sunk in with my, with me and my wife? And, and it really has, it really hasn't hit me yet. It's just, it's still like, feel like I'm just watching him play like he was at Tennessee or like he was at Sunrise or Mocan or whatever. But, um, it's a great feeling. Cause I, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, during the draft process, my wife and I, we was really preparing to move. I'm going to be honest with you. Cause we, we didn't, we didn't know where he was going. Uh, but it just, Grace of God that it worked out the way it did. Uh, but he's excited about it. My family's excited about it. I mean, he's here in Memphis. Um, and, and, and like I said, again, he's learning from, to me, the, if not the best player in the league right now, one of the top three, John Morant. Then he's learning from the best backup point guard in the, in the league. I mean, so you're sucking all this, this knowledge and this, you know, that you can learn from both of these guys, man. I mean, that's, you, you can't have it no other way. You know what I mean? So, uh, but he understands that, you know, hey, it's, it's challenging as far as when he's used to playing so much, mm-hmm. but now he has to, it's like starting all over again. So, but uh, he's excited about it and he understands the whole process of this. But 
but we're taking it all in one day at a time, though, for sure. Well, in terms of the opportunities that he has gotten, because, you know, you and I were talking over the weekend, and he's he's played more than, you know, some first-round rookies. He's gotten more of an opportunity than some guys who were drafted in the first round. What have you thought about just in terms of what he has put out there on the floor so far? Haven't been a ton, but he did get a lot of minutes, obviously, against the Jazz when they were on that road trip. Uh, what have you seen so far from him, and, and what have you liked? Well, I like how he's been – He's being himself, John. He's being he's being poised. Like man, you talked about this weekend. He's he's doing what the coaches are asking him to do. He's not trying to go do something that on his own. He's actually, you know, doing exactly what they want him to do. He's being poised out there on the floor. Um, to me, I, I mean, he, he's looking good. I mean, I didn't honest with you, I didn't expect him to play this much. I'm gonna be honest with you. So, uh, but like I say, we he's happy about it, and, and he's he's. He's thankful about it, you know, in reference to having this opportunity. But uh, he's definitely getting minutes, man, like you just said, that most first-rounders and a lot of guys not even getting, you know. So, uh, but like I, t- but like he always tells me, he stays in the gym, you know, in, in and out of the gym a lot, working on, on his game, working on his shot and things like that, and just trying to, you know, just trying to um, improve his game. What's he told you, Dad, about how tight-knit that locker room is? You know, you look around the league and there's dysfunction everywhere. But it certainly seems like the Grizzlies and they've got you got you got, got an alpha in the room and Ja Morant. But just what, just in terms of, hey man, first NBA season, I'm in the locker room, you know, with a superstar and Ja Morant. You mentioned it, maybe the back, best backup in the league. What, what's he told you just about that locker room atmosphere they've got? Uh, he said it's great. He said uh, it's, it's like family. You know, he said it was just like it, you know, in Tennessee and and, and Sunrise. He said it's, it's really, it's no egos, you know. Everybody helping one another. Everybody giving advice to to the rooks. You know what I mean, and and things like that. And, uh, and like he said, when he said when he said there was no egos, he said, "Dad, it's, it's just like family." He said they really, you know, watch out for one another and things like that, and and give great assistance to the rookies and and so forth. But he said um, that's not a. It's a great locker room atmosphere. That's what he told me. So, uh, but he said he's, he's loving it though, uh, John. He said no issue with the locker room. You know, and I don't too much ask him anyway. But you know, sometimes I might be on the phone with him. I can hear them joking in the background. You can tell, you can tell that they have a great relationship and and guys get along. As far as you know, from outside looking in, but you know, he's never mentioned anything to me about you know uh, issues. You know, as far as the locker room, you know. So um, we were talking earlier too. You, you, who, who are the next great ones? That they're they're spread out. You know, they're they're taking the. Kennedy Chandler approach and spending, you know, senior season somewhere else besides Memphis. But in terms of who's coming up next through the pipeline, who's who might be is there another Kennedy Chandler that you know about here that we should know about? Well, I'm not gonna it's, it's some great young kids out there, but um that and I still go to games now to this day. This weekend I went to some games, watched some young kids play. I, I keep up with the young kids, man. But as far as some of the kids that's been College right now that I think that's that's pretty much you talking about college you say like in college right now no like you know like Memphis? you know like high school kids in the in the in the uh, in the area there's some high school kids that are coming up that you know about oh yeah you you got um Jay Nash you have uh, Billy Richmond you have Curtis Givens the third those those guys have some have some great abilities and, and great opportunities man I mean uh, Curtis has been doing very well uh, of course they tra- I think Curtis transferred to Mount Verde. And uh, Billy Richmond is, is playing with Dwayne Wagner now. You know, he used to play East at uh, East High School with Javante Holmes. Um, and, of course, Jay Nash is still at, is still at Briarcrest. But, 
those guys are pretty much up, you know, pretty much up next, I believe, for sure. You know, so they class of 2024 is going to be a nice class. It really is. Good deal. Hey, Kyler, man, we appreciate the Congrats time. Congrats on always. everything, man. Okay. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all for having me as well. Yes, sir. He is Kylan Chandler, the father of Kennedy Chandler, again, making some moves there, uh, you know, with the with the agency switch and, and all that. So good stuff uh, from him. Yeah, I thought, you know, Kennedy has had a, you know, hasn't had a, a, a lot asked of him this season, as as expected. They have Tyus Jones. They brought him back. and just hasn't been that uh, – that that need yet, but in the minutes that he has gotten, you know, I think you're sort of seeing the the glimpses of what he's going to be as an NBA player. You know, my guess coming in the situation where you had John Moran and, and Tyus is that you wouldn't play this much as as True. much as he has now. In some of these, the Utah ones, you know, the, he got 14 minutes in the game that that was ended up a one point game. Yep, uh, played 12 in the in the more of the blowout loss to Utah that second time around. Played 10 minutes in that blowout win over Charlotte. But you got to think he's probably getting more minutes than he envisioned. How many times was he probably told, look, this is going to be a process. You're behind Tyus. You're behind Ja. Going to spend a lot of your time in the in the G League. I mean, your, your mind is set for that. You're getting probably a little bit more run here early in the season than you anticipated you would. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he's probably in a good place. The, the difference is, it's like Dad said, you have to prove yourself over and over. And you get those 10 minutes against Charlotte, you want some more. It, it, and it's going to be a process where, no, no, you're probably going to get more minutes down with the G League team. But, I, I, dude, he's been raised the right way, clearly. He's got the mindset for it. He knew the situation he was coming into. So, again, I, I think you'd almost have to be pleased that he's gotten this many minutes this early. Probably wouldn't have envisioned it. No, I agree. And I, I, I've i sort of said this, you know. So, with John Ty's healthy. Off the air, like, you can see a, a way where his, like, he's just going to have nights. Like, he, he can be like a smaller version of Marcus Smart. Like, I think that's kind of his, like, player comp in terms of what you want to achieve. Be a guy that doesn't have to score the ball. But have like you know with less turnovers, you know six points, five steals, you know or assists or five blocks and steals, you know like just fill up the stat sheet with just small plays here and there that add up over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. You know I think that's that's what they're hoping to get out of him. So uh, anyway, appreciate uh, Kyle and Chandler for joining us on the show. Respect Burgers one o'clock. Jason Fitz will join us at one twenty-five. Stick around. Jason and John ninety turn FM ESPN. When it comes to sports, it is all happening right now. Football, basketball, hockey, soon enough, the World Cup. There's no better place to wager on all of it than Superbook Sports. When you sign up, you deposit and wager in the same day, Superbook is going to give you a bonus up to $1,000. I know a buddy of mine just did it today. Hit his account immediately. You'll love it. Lots of action. College basketball is back. When the sports world is busy, it's time to get busy winning some money. So download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com. To wager and win today, visit Superbook.com for terms and discounts. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. A little bit of news in the NFL. Frank Reich was fired as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And they have an interim. It's a former player. Um, It's not Deion Sanders, but it is ESPN NFL analyst Jeff Saturday, former center there for Peyton Manning all those years. He has been tapped as the interim head coach, and a lot of people are, you know, burrowing their eyebrows together when they saw this news because Jeff Saturday was an ESPN analyst. He wasn't. He has coached. He has been a high school coach, but he has not done it at the college level or certainly the NFL level. Um, now there, there is some reporting that has accompanied this. 
you know, he, uh, he they don't have to adhere to the Rooney rule for interim coaches, as an example. So they can just whoever they can hire whoever they want to hire, and they have no, um, you know, protocols they have to 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 go through to do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, people still are are pretty surprised that that it is Jeff Saturday. I don't. I mean, I don't really. Know, I mean, the, I guess they're trying to give him a tryout, you know, for the real thing. I don't know. I'm not sure what the what the end game here is. But people are. I mean, I don't know if they're. I guess upset, Peyton Manning wasn't interested. I don't think Peyton's ever going to coach. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, get, just because he knows your organization, he's the face of your organization. Uh, and, and 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 here's the deal: you're not moving on with this next season. Because how how can you? How can you put it in the hands of somebody who's never coached an NFL game? In fact, his only head coaching experience is at a high school. That that's it. You're just you're putting a, a, a face, a friendly face, as a band aid over things because you got it wrong with Frank Reich, and that's it. He'll serve out his time, finish off the season. There's no giving Jeff Saturday the job, right? Because he has not proven himself. Yep. We just did this with Steve Nash, um, in the sense. That's it. I cannot imagine that would be the Colts' plan. Mm-hmm. You're you're in an AFC South that's begging for you to take it over. Uh, again, you're gonna you've given it back to the Titans again for a third straight year. You're not gonna go with someone proven like Jeff Saturday as the as the as the the true fix. So again, he's interim till the end of the season. You try to figure some things out. They fired everybody. I guess I guess they've got no bodies left standing that you're just comfortable enough with finishing it out the year. None that you've got confidence enough in to That's say, exactly right. you know what, I might want to keep this guy around. They're clearly cleaning house, and they're going to use a friendly face as a Band-Aid. That's that, it. That, that, that is it. Um, and who cares? I mean, it's not like they're going anywhere. It's not like that team has any aspirations or hopes this season. Their season's dead. There's no one within the organization that you even want to take a look at. That yeah. tells me that you had a bunch of – it wasn't just Reich in there. Your entire outfit was pretty poorly put together. So Clearly. Uh, Bad for the Colts, but again, it's been all bad this year. This it was has. supposed to be their breakthrough. Year. Well, I'm wondering why. Again, I know you, you know, you say it's the first year, but I'm wondering why Josh McDaniels not on this, on this chop block either, because I know that it is his first year, but he already failed once as a head coach, and he's clearly failing again. I mean, I, I do think the Raiders are a, a franchise where, given the way they were constructed, there needed to be a little bit more urgency. This was not a rebuild. You go out and you add Devontae Adams. You got Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You got a quarterback who is, you know, adequate, I would say, an adequate quarterback, sometimes even better than that. You're supposed to win. You're not supposed to be 2-6. and six. And they're 2-6. and six. They've blown three, you know, in, where I live, I have Ryan Silverfield who is blowing leads for the Memphis football program. And then, and then we're, the team I root for professionally – all they do is blow leads uh, as well. So it's just it's like I'm everywhere I turn, I'm just blowing leads, blowing leads, blowing leads. Um and I'm and I'm trying to find the reasoning not fi- to fire him right now. You know, that's a that's a that's a team that that should be on an accelerated timeline. It's not like Matt Eberflus with the Chicago Bears, who by the way, arrow up. Looking good right now. Arrow up. Uh ju- we we and I know you're going to do this later, but Justin Fields showing signs of life. No, I'm not actually. He's oh, okay. not getting rid. Yeah. See, you think you you know me. I Re- thought it was time. Nah. It was a loss. It was a loss. If it was a win, he would have gotten one, and he would have deserved it. Uh, the stat you brought to the table t- today, which I did not know, Justin Fields just had the most rushing yards for a quarterback in the history of the NFL in a regular in season a regular game. game. Yeah. Cap had more in a playoff game, so 178 or something like that. More than but also threw three touchdowns. More than Michael Vick. Yes. Who else was like a great runner? Great quarterback runner. RG three, I probably would have said was in there. No. Um, 
Terrell Pryor had a game where he had like a 99-yard run, but that was it. As a quarterback? Yeah. Well, they switched him over? For the Raiders, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, those times sound pretty good compared to what you got going on right now for you. What a no, weird there, there's somebody else in, at the front of the line before Josh McDaniels. You've got to fire you. Forgetting about him, he comes after Reich is Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. He must go today. Like, what are they waiting on? You're losing to a Seattle team at home that Sweet. was picked behind you. Than the, right? And how in the world does he have a st- – and, again, an unproven in that sense who's had a run at it like Reich here. What are you, what are you waiting on? For McDaniels, you're going to tell yourself first year maybe he can get it right. That's what you're going to do. The, you know, you, you fired David Culley after one season. I bet you Josh McDaniels is not going to get the axe. Uh, there are others before him that should be gone, and Cliff Kingsbury now that Reich's gone is next up, bro. What, I wonder – I do it – did, it did make me think. They dropped four or five. Um, like, what was Michael Vick's uh, best day? Like, because I feel like he had a season there where he was, like, getting 100 yards. Yeah, he probably had 150 yards rushing or something. I'm sure he's probably high on these lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, just feel, yeah, you're just not higher than 178, baby. That is amazing. He had 173 yards against the Minnesota Vikings. There you go. So he was right there. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Because uh, I would have thought that that was Vic's record. Was it not? Do you know whose record it was? I'm sure it probably was. If it's I mean, 173, 173. The, the, the playoff record is cap. The yeah. regular season record, I'm sure, was Vic at 173. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, that was the that was the record. It was December 1st, 2002. Um, I mean, you know, I know Vic did the stuff with the dogs, and it's it's you know he did his time. But 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 that, and I feel like every time we bring up Michael Vic, like you have to say that. I don't. I don't. You know. feel that way? Well, <laughs> I don't. He's long paid his dues. He has. Man. You can let it go. I know, but it's like you know, some people won't. Some people. Well, refuse. yeah. You you mean you? Yeah. You, well, I've forgiven him. I've he's done like you said. He's done his time. Um, it wasn't my dogs. It was reprehensible, but it wasn't my dogs. It'd be different if they was my dogs. Um, but like, the, the, like that dude was unstoppable. You would just like do like a franchise on Madden. You would start a franchise, and you would just get, you'd give yourself the number one pick, and you would take Vic, and you would just run all over the defenses, like just no questions asked. Complete cheat code was Michael Vick, because he also had the arm too. Now that man could throw that thing eighty yards, mm-hmm. which Justin Fields can't. I mean, Justin Fields can make some some deep throws. He has. He hit one on uh, on Thursday Night Football to somebody, some clown he hit. It's not time to say, you know, oh, so excited about Just Fields and the Bears. It's not, but it, but it is. It's a, okay. it's been a little bit of an eyebrow raise the last three weeks. May have something, and most importantly, the right coaching staff around him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, I thought it was a uh, a great performance by Justin Fields. It was not a great performance by uh, the Indianapolis Colts, who were manhandled by the Patriots. Just quietly winning games, quietly picking up some dubs here. Are the Patriots? Nobody's talking about them. They don't win pretty. And that uh, whole AFC East is—I uh, believe yeah. everybody's over five hundred. Yeah, that's true. If the the Pats are now, what, are they five and four or something like that? The whole AFC East is absolutely loaded. You got the Jets sitting there with Salah. What got six wins now, mm-hmm. having knocked off the Bills? The Bills are zero and two in that division. Yep. We we said the AFC West would be the division coming in. Yep. It's not. It's the freaking East. It is the East. It is. <laughs> No one would have uh, predicted it. Either. How funny is that? How funny is that? The the Jets, man. Like, what 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 are we supposed to think about the Jets? It's it's amazing what Salah's done. We were laughing at him when he said he was keeping receipts, and now he looks so smart. And he's the he's the receipt guy. He's having the last laugh. They got a bunch of young talent. They got a hellified defensive front. And again, if 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 uh, if what's our boy Zach? If he's not if he's not messing it up, they're a pretty good ball team. Yes, they are. 
Yes, they are. All right, uh, we'll come back. Got some respect burgers that we're going to get on the grill, hand out, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us uh, at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, I Turn FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.